Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe McGranahan is directly across from me and diametrically opposed to nearly everything I've said in the past uh, eight years or so. Mr. Rob Santer is on the other side of the glass. I have high hopes that someday you'll say something that's right. (laughs) There's always that chance. (laughs) There is. It seems remote, but it's possible. And we are going to start out with a guest this morning. U.S. Senator Bob Casey's uh, very busy and recent weeks making appearances, uh, doing some campaigning uh, for Joe Biden, but also going around the state just to get the, the pulse of the state. Good morning, Senator Casey. Thank you so much for calling in today. Good morning. Hey, gr- great to be with you guys. Thank you. I do appreciate that. Uh, through your travels throughout Pennsylvania in recent weeks, what have you seen? Are you getting a sense on where Pennsylvania is headed in this election? Well, two things. I think one is people are ready to vote, and I think we're going to have a record turnout. And secondly, uh, we're in, a, in a, a crisis in the country, and you hear an awful lot across the state about the concerns people have about the virus and the concerns they have about job loss. We're, we're at a... Guys, hold on one second. So the job loss is substantial. Over half a million people out of work in the state, and we need a plan to tackle the virus, and that's why I think Vice President Biden is ahead. Do you see Pennsylvania voting for Joe Biden? We're really we're we're the Keystone State in in so many scenarios. Well, I think we'll get some clues earlier tonight or later tonight. I don't think we'll have obviously we won't have a, a total count tonight. It may take that may take a while, but you know how these elections are. You can there are there are bellwether uh, precincts, bellwether um, uh, counties that that will be reporting. So. I, we won't have a sense early in the night, but I think by 11 o'clock, we'll have a, a better sense uh, about where the state is headed. I understand, Senator, from a couple of polls that people are not so much voting, uh, those who are voting for Joe Biden aren't doing it out of any great love for him, but because they don't like President Trump. Does that concern you? No, well, I, look, I think people are voting because they, they uh, know something big is at stake. And when you have the worst public health crisis in a hundred years and a jobs crisis that followed it, people are making a decision about who can best lead us out of those crises. But the job market is really dramatically improving, and the latest economic from economic numbers from this last quarter have been astounding. Well, there's no sense, there's no question that, that uh, uh, we're, we're better off uh, in, some, in, in some indicators than we were back in April or May. But we're still at very high. For example, Pennsylvania's overall employment rate has been in double digits. Uh, it's now hovering around 8%, uh, just above 8%. The highest it ever got, the very highest it ever got in the last recession was was uh, a little more than 8 So we've already been at record highs. In fact, for a couple of months, 
we were at the highest unemployment numbers since 1983 in Pennsylvania. So very high unemployment. Uh, some of it will be persistent. We're going to need a, a substantial economic plan to well, a substantial economic plan to get to get us out of the ditch room. But the key to that is that you've got to tackle the virus. You can't ignore the virus. The, the economic recovery will not follow. Well, Senator, you've always been a moderate. You've been willing to reach across the aisle and work with Republicans on the other side. Are you not a little bit concerned about the Bernie Sanders wing of the party pushing Joe Biden too far left and that his vice presidential running mate uh, is actually the one of the most liberal, actually the most liberal senator down there? You know, does that bother you a bit? Look, at the thing I'm most concerned about is we've got a lawsuit of the Supreme Court of the United States that will wipe out, wipe out all protections for pre-existing conditions. Five and a half million people with pre-existing conditions across the state. I was in Snyder and Union counties on Saturday, and uh, the, the numbers there, just in very small population counties, those two counties combined have about 80,000 people. Thousands of people in those counties have pre-existing conditions. We should never allow us to go back to a time when insurance companies can control your life because you have a pre-existing addition or deny a child coverage or treatment because of a pre-existing addition. But that's what uh, the Republican politicians in Washington have wanted for 10 years, and they've never had a replacement plan. Well, didn't they ever- lied to the American people about a replacement plan. It is not there. It will never be there because they can't get it done. They had a decade to get a replacement plan that will protect people with pre-existing conditions. Hasn't, get it done. hasn't every member of the Senate, Republicans and Democrats, gone on record as saying they wouldn't support any health care plan that didn't include pre-existing conditions? And the president well, has made a similar statement. There's a, well, statements are, aren't worth anything. It's, it's actions. And they have been, the president's been promising us, promising us a health care plan for, for years now and hasn't done a damn thing about it. There are five and a half million people in our state with a pre-existing condition. Thousands of people just in a few small counties like Snyder and Union do not have uh, the prospect of being covered because because of what the Supreme Court could do. If this if this Supreme Court wipes out health care for tens of millions, hundreds of millions of Americans, we will not be the country that we say we are. We have to protect people's health care. If that does happen, will you support packing the Supreme Court to get more liberal justices on there? there there's Look, we're, we're going to make sure that people have their health care, and I will do whatever it takes to protect their health care. I'm taking nothing off the table. Okay. Some people are concerned that President Trump won't leave office if he is not reelected. Have you s- discussed this in the U.S. Senate? I know Nancy Pelosi really won't address it comprehensively in public. Have you talked about this? Have been there, there have been Senate confirmation or con- conversations? No, not that I'm aware of. I mean, look, we've been concentrating on getting to Election Day and making sure, and from my perspective, making sure that Joe Biden is the next president. Um, and if, if that were to happen, we don't know that will happen, but if it does happen tonight or tomorrow or in the next few days, then the transition process begins. And at that point, uh, the, whatever the president wants to do, the, the current president, doesn't really matter. We have a constitution, and when someone is elected president, the constitution is operative. And once that constitution starts rolling, it'll roll over anyone who stands in its way. 
Now, let's talk about the stimulus package that's being talked about uh, but uh, didn't make it through in time for the election. You have a lame duck session of uh, Senate and House coming up. Is it possible that uh, a stimulus package could get through either with or without a Trump re-election? Could some sort of stimulus make it through in the weeks and months ahead? Well, whoever wins the, the presidential election or the, or the control of the United States Senate and the House, we should get a uh, relief bill done in November. That's what I would hope we would do. Because people are hurting right now. They, with all the legislations passed, we did next to nothing with regard to food assistance. As much as I yelled about it, we'll keep yelling about it. Did nothing to support the Medicaid program, which is the one lifeline for people's health care. So there's a lot that's been left undone. And we need a, a substantial, robust uh, relief bill. We should get it done in November or at the latest December. Have you given any thought to how the nation can glue itself back together after this election? Well, I think we're all going to have to work at that because there's the, the divide has been great. I think one of the best messages Joe Biden has delivered has been one about national unity. He said that if, if he, he he said he's a proud member of his party, but if he were elected to the president, everybody. And that's the, the kind of message we're going to need in the years ahead. Okay, and uh, let's see, another topic. U.S. Postal Service has been much talked about. The president has taken steps to make sure that the post office is not operating as efficiently as it could. Can the Senate uh, override this, intervene, and restore the Postal Service to full speed? Well, the Postal Service needs resources to, to be able to, to operate as efficiently as possible. I'm, I'm uh, sometimes amazed at what postal workers do with a lot of disinvestment. Um, and that's that's been uh, that's been persistent over the last couple of years, and and uh, and we've had uh, we've had a historic uh, disinvestment in the postal service. We got to make sure we support those postal workers who do hard work and put their life at risk in the middle of a pandemic. Okay, uh, one last question. In, in what way have you been helping with the election of Joe Biden or, the you know, the potential election of Joe Biden? Well, well you said, what have I done? Yes, yeah, what have you been doing? Last question. Lots. <laughs> Lots. Okay. Most, mostly because of where we are, mostly communicating remotely with people, but, but just trying to make it clear what's at stake and, and what his ideas are for the future. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks very much. I really appreciate your time, and uh, thanks for for, uh, making it possible to check in with you. Hey, we appreciate your time, Senator. Thank you very much. you got an open mic here anytime, and you can use our studios for a touchstone anytime you're traveling. Thank you, sir. Right. Again. U.S. Right. Senator uh, Bob Casey on the line, Democratic incumbent, uh, U.S. Senate not seeking election this particular time, but uh, well, he's not up for election, so he's not 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 seeking it. He's just not up. Well said, Joe. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm happy to help you out anytime I can, Mark. No, I think you think <laughs> if you think I've said something wrong. <laughs> It's a gotcha moment. (laughs) All right. uh, We have some fabulous emails. We're going to sift through those. We'll take all comers on the telephone. On the mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line now open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. We invite you to do as I have done once again. Go to sunburymotors.com. 
Jeep.com. This time I'm building a Ford F-150 to my precise specifications, but you can do exactly as you wish to. Build a Ford, Lincoln, Kia, or Hyundai to your perfect specifications, or you can do what most people do. Buy from the existing inventory of perfect new cars and nearly perfect pre-owned inventory that has a couple of miles on it, but great prices. You can save tens of thousands of dollars on vehicles by buying from their pre-owned inventory at the Sunbury Motor Company. Select the perfect vehicle. Purchase it online right from your home. They would just love to see you down there talking to folks like Jason Benfer over at the Lincoln dealership. Jeff Clark's over at the Ford dealership along with Kyle Alexander. That's who's specking out my Ford F-150, so I appreciate that. Ernie and Austin are there at the Kia dealership. I'll tell you what, they got one of those all-wheel drive Telluride with that big moonroof in it. Uh, that has uh, Lawrence written all over it, so we might uh, get one of those as well. But we invite you to do what I do. Let's go to the Sunbury Motor Company's website, sunburymotors.com. Ride your bike to the place and have every intention of... Uh, driving away in a brand new Ford, Hyundai, Kia, or Lincoln from the Sunbury Motor Company. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Joe, you have that up in front of you. you I do. Doug from Lewistown says, Today is not about electing two different men. Rather, it's about two totally different Americas. But if you're voting about just the men, consider this. President Trump was impeached for wanting a crime investigated. If you vote for Biden, you're voting for the guy who helped commit that crime. Okay. Okay. I don't quite get that, but um, well, the as Russian, you well know. The Russian dossier and the uh, Ukraine funding the money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The okay. implication is okay. there. Well, you know, this, these are the burdens I bear. I know you do, and you bear them so well. Eric, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting. <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I think today is about uh, facts, not opinions anymore. I think we've all been, you know... Um, opinionated to death. So what I want to talk about this morning is is the facts as I understand them. And Joe, I welcome you to refute anything I say. I'm going to, to listen to if you have other numbers. But first of all, uh, I'm a person of faith. The first thing I did this morning when I woke up was I prayed. And I prayed for the United States of America that we have a peaceful uh, uh, election today. I prayed for the poll watchers. Uh, I prayed for everyone working at the polls. I prayed for everyone going in person. Uh, myself, my wife, myself, and my dad are going out uh, to vote here on Union Township in person. That's our choice. My mom, who has, is in failing health, voted by mail. Um, I think there's, there's a wide variety over the, uh, over the valley. My good friend Brandon from Seals Grove and his wife have voted by mail. His parents have voted by mail. 
But here's the numbers that I have them, and please, Joe or Mark, uh, jump in there. So we have around 9 million voters in Pennsylvania. I think it's a record number. Is that is that the numbers you have, yep, Joe? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Oh, Mark, okay. So uh, as of this morning, I saw we have about 2.4 million have voted already, have mailed in or absentee or mail-in ballots. 2.4 million. Does that line up with you guys? No. Yes. Yeah, I guess so. I don't. I haven't okay. seen those latest numbers. Okay. So uh, those numbers, because uh, this comes on Channel 16 this morning, uh, 1.6 million are uh, are Democrats. Uh, 66% of those mailed in. Uh, 550,000 are uh, Republicans, or about 32%, and then 260,000 are Independents. So anyway, so the Democrats seem to have mailed in uh, about three to one. Okay. Yeah. So right, that's consistent no with the nation's there. trend. Okay, by my basic math, then, uh, with the 6.6 million, uh, there's 4.2 million registered Democrats, which leaves, with the, the, the subtraction, 2.6 million to vote yet today. Okay, yep, there you're doing great. There's 3.5 million registered Republicans, with the math at least 3.0 million to vote today. And, and just out of curiosity, are you headed to a point? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Here's the point. Um, so there should be, if, if people vote, and we, I think we're going to get a good turnout, there's going to be more Republicans voting today in person than are voting probably Democrats. So the numbers that come out tonight may indicate that uh, President Trump uh, is leading in the election. Uh, by the time the polls close tonight or, you know, by late tonight. But that there are still a lot of votes to be tallied. Now, I called in two weeks ago when Senator Yaw was on, on your program, and I asked him directly, did he believe we should put legislation through to allow us to start counting these votes ahead of time, as Florida and other states do, so they will know? And he said no. And I said, if not, why not? He said he didn't think it was necessary. And he is one of the leading Republicans in our state Senate, correct? Yes. Mm, he okay. has some seniority. I wouldn't say he's a oh, leading okay. senator. Okay. He carries some weight. So the Republicans who control our state Senate and, and, and the, uh, also control our rep- House of Representatives have decided to not allow our votes to be counted ahead of time. So they are in agreement, and we need to be in agreement that what the results are tonight are not final, that we as Pennsylvanians are going to need to wait until... These 2.4 million, or almost a third of our votes, the two envelopes are open, they're examined, and they're hand-counted. That's going to take some time. Are we in agreement with that? Yep, and you're out of time, so we'll give you 30 okay, seconds. Okay, so my, my bottom line is tomorrow when we call in, I don't think we're going to know who won Pennsylvania tomorrow. Okay. But if, if Mr. Biden seems to be in the lead then it seems to me that, that we have a good indication. But if Mr. Trump is in the lead, we very well, because of a 3-to-1 mail-in, may not know until all those votes are counted, and being counted late because our Republican legislators refuse to allow them to be counted so that Pennsylvania would know the night of the election. Just, well, all right, but your time's up, but in any event, counting votes before the day of the election doesn't seem like a good idea to me under any circumstance, because we have a national day for the elections. It's set, and there it is. If you, your vote should be counted that day, the same as my vote. Then you will agree, Joe, that tomorrow you will say, if, if Mr. Mr. Trump is ahead, you will agree that to wait 
until those votes are counted before well, you start it's not my cho- anything about fraud or anything. I mean, that's what the president is saying. It's not my the choice. The, if, he's not, if, he, if he doesn't get elected, it's, got, it's only because of fraud. It's not my choice. The Supreme Court has not, uh, not overturned the three days that the, the Senate or the state is allowing people to vote or how their votes counted after the fact of the election day itself. I don't favor Thank that, you, but it is, the, it is the ruling, and so I'm going to have to live with it. So is everybody else. Thank you so much, Eric. Great call. Appreciate all the statistics and the numbers. And Al, you're next. Uh, I, keep, I want to keep mine short and good morning, but I want to brag a little bit first. I, I voted in the first ward, and I was the first one there <laughs> to vote today. Did you? Did they have a line as time went on? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty lined up by the time I got out. There was about 50 in line right after I went out. When I got there, I, like I said, I was the first, and then they let us in and sit on the chairs in the outer area because it's at the child and youth uh, area of the New Roman County Complex. And um, by the time I got out, I, I'd say there was 50 in line. Okay. Yeah, we're hearing same numbers from all over. Joe was encountering a line of about 50-some people at 7 a.m. Uh, let's see, House member David Rowe was in Penn Township, a long line there. looked like, a, you know, 30 to 50 people, hard to, hard to estimate. One of our good listeners up in Turbotville said they had a line and a computer glitch, but got everything squared away as time went on. Well, I know how they can cut down on the lines. Uh, just have the Republicans vote today and the Democrats vote tomorrow. Yeah. Like it doesn't sound very American to me, but you're entitled to your opinion. But there would be ways to expedite just, things. That's a joke. Ah, uh, a joke. Okay. <laughs> have the Democrats vote after the election when it's I too late. You. All right. Oh, that's a good one. So funny. But anyway, it, I like to keep things light, but this is a very serious uh, election, and I feel it comes down to either you're voting for good or you're voting for evil. And either you get it or you don't. It's yeah. black or it's white. I agree with that. No, but the, end of the, story. the question becomes which one is good and which one is evil. Well, I know obvious. people come down on both sides of that question. It's obvious President well, Trump is evil, he's referring to. He's always been uh, protect the unborn. And uh, Joe Biden stands behind... Uh, Abortion right up to the day of birth. Well, that's not true either. And actually, you know that that's not true. A lot in his party do, and that's the way it's Well, that may be true, but you know Joe Biden doesn't feel that way. That's the litmus test. The litmus test is Democrats are for it. Most Republicans and President Trump is against it. Well, I'd have to say, that, Al, that's why I do my good and evil. I'd have to say, Al, even if uh, Joe Biden were to win re-election, you would feel as though President Trump's presidency was a major mission accomplished. You got three conservative justices on the U.S. Supreme Court, so even if you lost it from now, uh, things that uh, need conservative justices in order to pass muster at the Supreme Court, you're you're in good stead for a while. Yes, and for about two years. But if it goes bad in two years, then the the uh, course of the com- country is going to be totally changed toward uh, progressive. 
Right. So there is. But there if that's is the way the, if that's the way the country votes, then that's the way the country votes. You know, yeah, I, I haven't liked the fact that the that over the last four years the Democrats have tried to deny the last election. And I, as a Republican, if Joe Biden wins, I don't intend to spend the next four trying to deny this one. If he's our president and he's elected, his he has every right to try and implement his policies the same way Barack Obama did. And I said it then, and I'll say it now. All right. Thank you so much, Al. Really appreciate the call. Dan, you're going to get a, uh, a little bit less than three minutes. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Okay. okay. I don't have a lot to say, but I voted here about 731. I went down to New Berlin's poll about 720. There was about seven people ahead of me. We were socially distanced, and everybody had a mask. So it really didn't take that long here, but everybody was a really anxious to vote. They were, they said everything's on the line. Now I don't know which party they were. I didn't get into that, but I did what Margaret told me to do yesterday. I voted my conscience. I voted for more freedom, more liberty capitalism to keep on going and I voted for my right to bear any legal arm that's legal right now and that's what I voted for and I do believe what Doug said and I agree with Al that it is a vote between good and evil I really think it's been the most important election next uh, probably second to the last one first we had to get the establishment put it on its heels now we have to keep on fighting for our freedom because the other side is about government control taking away my rights and less freedom and destroying capitalism as we know it today. So that's why I voted Trump. Well, then you couldn't be Margaret's friend because she said yesterday you might be her acquaintance, but you couldn't be her friend if you voted for the president. Well, (laughs) we'll have to get over this partisan divide. Agreed. Uh, Great talking with you. You guys have a great yeah. Thanks, after, Dan. After you today, too. Today we talk about the weather on this show, and that is it. <laughs> blessed day, blessed day, Joe. Oh, blessed day, Mark. <laughs> May the Lord open. Oh wait, that's I. Yeah, you're talking about <laughs> handmade tale. Right, you're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. On the Mark sponsor of the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll free line now open. Call us 1 800 795 9565. Had a vibrant discussion earlier about the presidential election. Talked about the long lines at polling places. One of our good listeners sends us a fact checking email, which we're very grateful to receive. So we'll be reading that. Plus In their the, opinion. Uh, well, facts <laughs> are facts. I mean, you're entitled to your own opinions, but not your own facts. Oh, yes, you are entitled to your own facts. Are you? 
say, okay, oh, yeah. The, you do it all. New, you have them all the time. In this new Trump era. <laughs> Our toll-free line open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. They're called alternative facts. That's, that's what the right, alternative. Says. No, the that's what Kellyanne lie. Conway said, right. alternative facts. He, does, he uses alternative facts. You can email us and on the mark at WKOK.com and text us at 70236. Some very brief news headlines here. President Trump was in Pennsylvania yesterday on one of his uh, stops around the country. It's going to be cheating. It's like they're putting these people. And you know what? We don't consider the people that have been running elections in Philadelphia, to be very honest. We've had a lot of problems with Philadelphia. He was in particular railing about the fact that votes will be counted shortly after the election if they're received in the mail with a postmark. Mr. Trump said people should cast their ballots earlier so that they're all in the courthouses by election night. Joe Biden was in Pittsburgh. Our frontline health care workers, they've suffered and sacrificed for nine months. And this president is questioning their character, their integrity, their commitment to their fellow Americans. It's a disgrace. Lady Gaga was with him. The vice presidential candidates were in town, too. Speaking in Erie, Vice President Mike Pence talked about how Pennsylvania will benefit from the trade deal with Canada and Mexico under the Trump administration. It's a huge win for Pennsylvania, for manufacturing and for farmers. It just really is. Levels the playing field. Takes out those incentives to be moving jobs south of the border. Democratic vice presidential nominee Kamala Harris, speaking in Luzerne County, said Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden has always fought for working people. God willing, we win. We will probably have the most pro-labor administration we've seen in a long time. Both campaigns see winning Pennsylvania key to winning the election. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. President Trump and his re-election campaign are signaling they will pursue an aggressive legal strategy to still try to prevent Pennsylvania from counting mail-in ballots that are received up to three days after the election. The matter could find its way to the U.S. Supreme Court, especially if those ballots could tip the outcome of Pennsylvania and the 20 electoral votes up for grabs. The three-day extension was ordered by the state's top court, but the U.S. Supreme Court refused to block it. Several conservative justices has indicated they will revisit the issue after the election. Pennsylvania Secretary of State Kathy Bookvar, a Democrat, also has told local elections officials to keep the late-arriving ballots separate. Go ahead and count them. Don't add them to the county's total yet. And she acknowledged that a post-election court fight could change all of those outcomes. Northumberland County saw an unprecedented number of mail-in ballots a week before the election, just before the deadline to apply for a mail-in ballot, 11,000 requests were received. There's a lot of double-checking. There's a lot of, uh, you know, people think they just come in with this mail-in ballot, hand it in, and that's it. It's not it. There's a lot more work after that. Sam Shikitano, the Northumberland County Commissioner Chair. You can hear all of his remarks at WKOK.com. Joe Kantz was on the line with a similar interview and similar numbers. About a third of the individuals who planned to vote requested uh, the mail-in ballots. Finally, some COVID numbers briefly here. 62 COVID-19 cases reported in the Valley over the last two days. Not one day, but two days. And so we are at the, uh, we're flattening this peak that we've hit locally. 4,000 new statewide cases. So 
Pennsylvania's peak is uh, flattened at the top as well. Still considered an outbreak statewide. Uh, locally, it's certainly uh, uncomfortable numbers, but not significantly uh, dangerous numbers per se. And local hospitalizations are down. Uh, I lied about that. I'm not done. I got one more story. You want to guess who will win the presidential election? A bakery in Hatboro uh, says that they already know Lochelle's Bakery claims to have correctly predicted the last three elections by the number of presidential-themed cookies they sell. So far, they've sold three times more Trump cookies than the Biden ones <laughs> at Lachelle's Bakery in Hatboro, a place that Joe's never been. Well, there's... No, I have been in Hatboro. When? I passed through there once. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think... That, what's that? Bucks County? Um... I thought it was in the northern tier, but I could be wrong. Maybe no, I no, Hatboro's down by Philadelphia. Okay, well, then I haven't been through Hatboro. 611, I think, is the road that goes through there. Boy, all the speculation. Okay, upper right-hand all corner. Right. This is uh, one of our emailers. He says, Taylor, he says, I have to say I was a little disappointed in the show yesterday. There were a number of flat-out lies that did not get corrected. The show really needs to invest in a live fact-checker or do away with calls that cannot be verified and just do emails. But that that doesn't show a fundamental misunderstanding of what this program is I don't know what does, but well, in any and, event, and let me just say, this, we're, we're, since we're, we're stopping in the middle of this, we have, according to Arbitron, between six and ten thousand fact checkers out there every day listening and, to the program, and they send us emails and texts, and sometimes they send the email the next day, and we're about to read something that Joe and I, when we heard it yesterday, neither of us had heard it, and we raised one eyebrow. But we let the individual speak with full knowledge of the fact that, well, if it's a conspiracy theory or it's just not right, or if it's correct, the next dozen callers right. will set us straight, as they have done. Right. Well, and what, what our writer here needs to know is this is an opinion program. We don't fact-check opinions or keep people from expressing their opinions. That's called abridgment of free speech, and we don't do that in the United States on, of on America, in particular. especially if we don't like it. Uh, among the lies I heard, 57,000 people at the Trump rally in Butler County. Fact-checkers rate that as false. The fire department said it was around 15, and the Butler Eagle had it at 10. Well, the president didn't say that one of our texters wrote that in. Uh, one caller said the Democrats will cheat by voting by mail. Mail voting is a safe, secure, valid way to vote. The Brennan Center meticulously studied voter fraud and found incident rates of between 0.0003% and 0.0025%. Voter fraud is exceedingly rare. Voting by mail is legal, and no one is cheating by voting by mail. I agree with that. Right, and even Fox News, when they say the president is claiming there's white widespread voter fraud. They say that he's claiming unfounded widespread voter fraud. Right. Lastly, one of the last callers rattled off some crazy BS about how Joe Biden's ex-wife actually killed herself, and this was a conspiracy by Joe Biden's current wife because she wanted to have a family with Joe Biden but didn't want to have her own kids. First of all, Joe and Joe Biden have biological children together. Secondly, this type of completely insane conspiracy theory has no place on the show. You should allow people to come on the show and say things like this. It only serves to erode our democracy and the faith we have in our government. I don't have any sources that explicitly say this isn't true because, well, it's complete baloney. And sounds like some wild idea the caller had. Hope everybody gets the chance to vote. Agree with the last yeah, one. Joe and I weren't familiar no. with that uh, I never baloney, heard anything like that. But, uh, and it was, Nor do I believe it. <laughs> it was too cockamamie to even believe. And we were inundated with calls 
texts, emails, and, and people who marched up here with well, signs to say it was baloney. Again, so we appreciate a, the fact. It's checking. an opinion program. If you don't like to hear other people's opinions or opinions that differ from yours, this is probably not a good thing to you to listen to. We are so open to hearing any radical leftist progressive viewpoint or common sense ideas like than mitchell <laughs> i may have a little of both in me but uh, thank you um i'm i hope everybody will go out and vote today who hasn't uh margaret and i both voted early and i will admit something and this is has bothered me since i uh, accomplished it i voted straight democrat because I do not think that what the Republicans stand for, the real Republicans, is what we get in Washington now from Don Trump. Therefore, we get people like, and you know, David Rowe, I'm sure, is a heck of a nice guy, but I'm not sure he's ready to go to Harrisburg for us. And, and what he did was go there and spout Trumpisms. And that I hope is over now. I hope that people realize that we Democrats don't breathe fire, have horns, and do terrible things to people. I know almost nobody who is in favor of abortion. Abortion is a medical issue between a doctor and a female, not between a bunch of gray-haired males in the Senate and uh, the uh, Congress. So I hope that this lying about who the Democrats are and reverse lying about who the Republicans are will be over. I don't think it'll be tomorrow, but I think it'll be a few days from now before we know for sure who won. Okay. Yeah, it will be days. Uh, we know some counties aren't even going to touch their mail-in ballots. They're, so about a sixth of their ballots that are sent to Montour County, for example, won't even be touched until tomorrow, and then they'll be counted. Oh, yeah, that, and that is a problem. And, and I hope that we get some kind of a system that will allow us to not have voter suppression in certain areas of the country. I'm not going to blame anybody. We all know who's trying to do that. And, Joe, you're complicit with it. (laughs) You're not going to say who's doing it, but, Joe, you're complicit with it. right? Oh, you certainly hid that one well. Yeah, I'm complicit with it because I believe people should have to show a photo ID to vote, just like you have to show a photo ID to open up a bank account. And buy groceries, right? That's uh, that's your side believes to buy groceries you need a yeah. photo id yeah, no you don't need a photo id yeah. to buy groceries if you have a bank card or money to pay for it Trump, that's all you uh, need back in the early part of his late last campaign <laughs> and i say you know that's the kind of thing that's the kind of misinformation and by the way i don't agree with you i think everybody is supposed to be able to vote in this country not vote, vote twice or vote illegally, but vote. Felons who have been released from jail and are no longer charged with anything should be allowed to vote. So your crimes never forfeit your right to vote? Uh, not forever. You pay with a time in prison or a fine or whatever it may be, and then you're you're free. You can go get a job. You can do anything you want to. 
but you can't vote. How about felons in jail? Some of your Democratic pals want felons in jail to be allowed to vote. Well, I see no reason not to let them vote, but I want to argue the first thing, that released from jail, you've lost all of your credence of not letting them vote, in my estimation. Well, I do agree with you there. If they if they paid their debt to society, they should be restored to society's rights and privileges. That's what I think, yes. yes. I, I'm glad we agree. But I'm not, not people in jail. People in jail on felonies shouldn't be voting, in my opinion. They forfeited that right. I don't know what the Supreme Court would say on that, uh, but I think you may possibly be right on uh, what they might come down with. Yes. Okay. Well, we found some area of agreement. On that positive note, (sighs) it's a good point to end the call. I would ask you one thing. (laughs) Give me a percentage of the vote when it's finally counted. Do you think there's going to be a landslide in this direction, that direction, or real close? have no clue. Real close really? Trump. No clue. Real close Trump. I, I don't know, Than. I, I don't know. I right. mean, if the polls say one thing, people say another. I mean, it's back and forth, depending on which pundit you listen to. I have no crystal ball. But you say Trump is toast. I, I think he probably will be toast, yeah. <laughs> I think it's probable by the way things are going, but I think it could be pretty close and take a long time. Make uh, Bush versus Gore look like a picnic. But on the other hand, no matter which side comes out on top, they both have the absolute right to litigate anything they feel was done in unfairly or improperly. I extend that right to the president. I extend it to Joe Biden as well. Thank you. I appreciate the fact that you think the Constitution has some consequence. Mm, brother. <laughs> oh, yeah, Joe. That's very nice right, of you. Very you. charitable. Okay. <laughs> thank you so much, Stan. Thanks, Thanks for Stan. checking in. Yeah. All right. We've got open lines. Someone brought up an interesting fact. You know, we hear so much about the president's kids, and all the people on the – a lot of people on the left say, oh, his kids are raking in fortunes. They're being crooks. They're doing this or that. But here's what's interesting. Every one of them is out campaigning for their father. Where is Hunter Biden? Well, they want to keep the why the, isn't Hunter they Biden want to keep out the gravy train going? Why isn't Hunter Biden out campaigning for his father? I don't know. Isn't he under investigation? Would that be one well, reason the, he'd the, keep a low profile? The Trump kids are under investigation all the time. There are people pointing fingers at them, claiming that his daughter's so making the a fortune. So looking into the Trump kids. I don't That's know. News to me. I don't know that they are, but I said they're being investigated. People are looking into their backgrounds. You can conduct an investigation. Right. It doesn't have to be well, an official I'm investigation. About the FBI. Hunter Biden's under investigation. Well, well, why do you suppose he isn't campaigning for his father? He hasn't at least come out simple. and said, I vote and, for and my I dad. And I think if you had listened to what Terry Madonna said the other day, whatever led Joe Biden to get where he is, that's not having Hunter Biden help him campaign, uh, making occasional selective appearances in places where he'll find primarily a, a favorable response. That's no, how he no hostile to, reporters. Right. No <laughs> hostile reporters. No tough questions. Hell, the pool reporter that was on the plane with him this morning says the best thing about today's reportage is that they get free breakfast sandwiches. And he chose bacon, egg, and bacon. cheese instead yeah. of sausage, egg, Boy, and cheese. Boy, when your pool reporter recounts. But in any event, I think... That just shows you how much hard news comes out of the Biden campaign. Whatever Biden has done in the past two years to put him where he is now, that's what he's going to be doing in the last two weeks. So that's why you're not seeing Hunter. You're only now... Started, you know, it's been two weeks you started to see Joe Biden. Two weeks or so you started to see Kamala Harris. Because he knows what has been working. So why rock? 
rock the boat? You know, why do anything that would throw that? You know, every time you, you go out there, you put yourself, you could do a major gaffe or a major stumble. You, even the little word salads that he does occasionally, people are making hay out of those. Imagine if he said something substantially wrong, then they really would have him. Well, you so, give him enough time and he will. He's just doing what, what it's going to take to get him elected. What's interesting is, and I thought this was very interesting, in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette's editorial endorsing the president, they said, um, and, and they point out all, I thought it was well written, it pointed out all President Trump's faults, things you and I have discussed and that we actually agree on. He say, says he's not a unifier, he often acts like the president of his base and not the whole country. Uh, but the Biden-Harris ticket offers us higher taxes and a nanny state that will bow to the bullies and the woke who will tear down history rather than learning from history and building up the country. And they point out that Mr. Uh, said, is the president handled the pandemic perfectly? No, but no one masters a pandemic. And the president was and is right that we must not cower before the disease and we have to keep America open and working. And it points out that they don't think Mr. C- uh, uh, Biden can finish the uh, term that he's fragile and that he's a little shaky on the cognitive end. I think that editorial was written by Art Rooney. <laughs> I think. Better than Art Carney. Sure. Well, that's true. I'm not sure it's that much different. Yeah, I think, uh, well, and that's a fabulous editorial. I mean, it really calls attention to what the president has done and really overlooks the the things in where he's significantly lacking, as in morals and ethics and values well, it does and, and racial understanding. out. Well, but I think it, it doesn't look into how he's exacerbated the racial injustices and, and created more division and fomented what has turned out to be a significant political divide in the U.S. doesn't say anything about the national debt to doubling and redoubling every year and the fact it that it's It also doubled under, it went up way up, up over Obama, too. No, but, for three years, President Trump is when adding When Obama more. left, he had the highest deficit up to that point. He had eight years to do it. <laughs> President <laughs> Trump has had three, and it's up to seven well, tri- also seven trillion. Well, he also had a pandemic, oh, Left, and, the, and a trillion or more of that was the, the congressional stimulus package. Your Fox here, funnels are clogged. Here's what they said. Mr. Biden is too old for the job and fragile. There is a very real chance he will not make it through the term. He never make it through two terms. Mr. Trump is also too old, but seemingly robust. But in Mike Pence, Mr. Trump has a vice president ready to take over if need be. He is a safe pair of hands. Senator Kamala Harris gives no evidence of being ready to be president. All right. one 800 795 lines are occupado, and one or, and two are taken. So we're going to check that out. We've got lots of emails and texts. We're going to sift through some of those when we return. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years.
I'm sorry. Gonna let the whole song run through, are we? I got sucked <laughs> into the emails here. Yeah, we got a lot of them. Okay. One of my favorites uh, says, "Good morning. Did anyone ever think that maybe Joe Biden is praying when he's leaning over the little children who he meets? Remember, his wife and child were killed on Christmas Eve. Possible? Oh boy. You think? I don't think so. Let's oh, okay. go down to the bottom. Read whatever is the most recent one. Uh, the most here. recent one says, just drove by Point Township Municipal Building, long line, 50-plus people. All right. That's great. Yeah, one of our listeners in Point Township said they had a computer glitch. It was one of the places. They lost about 45 minutes of voting this morning, but now it's up and running 100% good. And then one of our texters says, Mark, why did you say Biden won't do two terms? He's only 78. How old is your father? Yeah, my father's 98. <laughs> 98 right? Well, there's a big difference between Joe Biden and my dad. My dad's sharper than Joe yeah. Biden, I can tell you that right now. I don't doubt it. He just slammed, if he's listening, he just slammed his palm on the <laughs> table saying, you bet I am. <laughs> All right. Yeah, my dad voted uh, last week, took him All to right. the election Good office. He, uh, I don't know what he voted for. You get a little privacy area, so I don't know where he voted for. And I know he's an avid reader, so I'm well, not sure. Well, that's the way it should be. I'm we not... shouldn't be disclosing who we voted for. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. I will correctly state now that two lines are occupied and two lines are open. Uh, Mike, thanks for waiting. You're on the mark. Hey, welcome. Uh, just a few final comments. When it comes down to whose recommendation am I going to take? Am I going to take Lady Gaga's recommendation, <laughs> or am I going to, or am I going to take a refugee from a totalitarian communist country who teaches mathematics at Princeton University and who has seen a lot of bad things when it comes to socialism? I'm going to go with the professor at Princeton University. And when it comes to the virus, <clears throat> in the beginning we were told we have to flatten the curve to stop from overwhelming the hospitals. But we were reminded that the area under the curve would remain the same. In other words, the same number of people are going to be affected, whether we flattened it or not. We did flatten the curve, and it turns out we're still having uh, people being infected just like they said. And some people, even in the CDC, believe that eventually every one of us will contact this virus. The Democrats have made it the talking point of their uh, election that they're the only ones that can protect us. I don't know. I, I'm going with the science on this. I am I'm a, a conservative believer in science. And then the, the other thing is, I believe that the Democrats, from what I've been seeing and watching in this election, and they have been doing a wonderful job at it, Democrats are really interested in creating the victim mentality and making groups of voters into victims, and then building the case that Democrats are the only ones that can uh, protect these victims. And finally... Uh, this is probably going to be the most outrageous thing that I say, and I really wanted to refrain from saying it. However, it's my belief that uh, when you take a large group of people and you apply some type of stimulus to them, it's very predictable, generally, how, how they'll respond, okay? You know, the, the, the nature of humans is well known in how we respond, and it's really not beyond the possibility, the realm of possibility, maybe I'm watching too many Tom Clancy movies, but is it possible that this virus was actually released because the polls were so much in favor of Donald Trump a year ago that there was no way Democrats could win, and that this virus was the only hope that Democrats had? Well, I certainly hope that's not true. Well, I certainly hope it's not true but the reality is our past history has proven that our government 
the people that we not necessarily elect, but the people that are in control, are capable of many things that none of us would agree with. Uh, Mike, one of our good listeners says, I'm not sure that the Democrats cooked it up. It was a godsidence. What's that? God brought it <laughs> so that we'd get rid of President Trump. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's possible. But right from the beginning, you know, this, the people that I listened to on this virus, and, and they're not crackpots like myself. These are well-trained individuals. They felt right from the beginning that the way this virus was behaving was that it was man-made. That, and then, you know, once the cover story came out that it escaped from a wet market, that was disproven. And, and more and more, uh, it became apparent to these people that it was a man-made virus that somehow either was released or got out of control. So I, I don't know. I, I just uh, I hope the best for this country. But, you know, my, my leading indicator is the people that have come here from other countries, you know, especially the ones that were socialist and, and communist, they're really afraid of Joe Biden. Okay, they're not afraid of the virus. They're afraid of Joe Biden and and what uh, you know Kamala Harris and, and the deep Democrat state will want to do if given full power. So at the end of the day, we're going to find out. The the real hope that I have is the ten year bond is up big today, and that's pretty much the same thing that happened on election day 2016. And that's when I first really got my hopes up that Trump was going to win when I saw that bond rate going up. Uh, but then again. If I was any good at managing money, I wouldn't be here talking to you. I'd be on a yacht somewhere. Yeah, I think <laughs> Wall Street senses a transition in our near future. Dow was up yesterday, but down previous weeks. Thank you so much, Thanks, Mike. Mike. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll take a quickie break. Chris is standing by to talk. Then a minute of Eric. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. We've got callers standing by. We're going right to the phones. Right correct? to the phones. Right. Yes, sir. Uh, Chris, you're on the mark. Good morning, Chris. Yeah. Well, you know, Trump brought the, brought the old Nixon gang back together again, and those are the people he likes. So that ought to give you a clue right there. Bob Haldeman and uh, <laughs> the rest of the crew? Uh, Roger Stone, Bill Barr. All those were people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they believe in... Uh, and Barr's got to be one of the worst people ever in terms of having an independent uh, justice department. <laughs> it could be perhaps his boss has, has mandated that. Well, his boss, he doesn't have to do what his boss says. He's supposed to be independent. But guess what? His oath is to the Constitution. That's the, the, the one thing Trump demands is loyalty to him, not loyalty to the Constitution. So it's impossible that he actually would have arrived at his own conclusions. He's just a toady, right? 
Uh, you read his mind. The unitary, the unitarian, unitary uh, presidency, or he, the president, has complete independence to do anything he wants, and that's a terrible person to appoint. Well, what if he happens to believe that's the case? You're saying Ooh. that no one. You're saying that. Well, you made that terrible statement about the attorney general. I happen yeah. to believe he's a man of integrity who and believes what he believes. Good statement about the attorney general. <laughs> He believes what he does, and he does what he believes, and I think he's been a good attorney general. Uh, he's corrupt in the department to uh, <laughs> give special uh, reviews to anybody connected to Trump who's being prosecuted. Uh, who are they? Where, what's your source? Special, special, special. What's your source? Who? What's your source and who? What's the source? The newspapers. Oh, okay, and, and of course what's they the always publish the truth. What's people who, who are in the Trump committee? Special reviews. What newspaper? Every, absolutely every point is covered exactly the way it should be. The Washington Post, the New York Times. Other, does any other person get that special privilege except friends of Trump? No. And of course right? Biden, his attorney general, Eric Holder, he was a paragon of virtue. He was pretty good. Oh, yeah, right. He was as corrupt as you think Barr was. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, Joe. Yes, go ahead. And all Democrats are evil, just like Dan says. No, right? they're not all evil. There are many excellent ones. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I vote... upset about being called despicable, and then he calls uh, Democrats evil. I didn't yeah. vote straight Republican today. I had some Democrats I found worthy of my vote. Did you vote for the Attorney General in Pennsylvania? I did. He's done a pretty good job, hasn't he? I believe he has. Yeah, that's my personal opinion, but I believe he has. Yes, and uh, and uh, I guess well, you didn't pay attention to what he says about Trump. <laughs> I, I vote on people's records and what they do, not on what their opinions are. Well, I, I vote on what they do, too. And uh, Trump has been a, a horribly corrupt president. And he's he's he, what he's done in the Ukraine, in terms of and what he's done with Russia. He's he's afraid to talk to Russia about uh, putting bounties on U.S. soldiers in Afghanistan. Well, there's been no proof of that. I mean, that's been debunked what do you mean? too. Hold, hold, no proof. No, there's been proof that he the bounties were put on Russia, and Trump has says he is not. Where's talking. the Where's the proof? Where Where was that proven? Where was that proven? It's an allegation. That's a report of Trump's intelligence agency. A report. But where's the proof? Where's the checks, the signed oh, checks? Okay, where's the money? Okay, uh, the intelligence agencies are wrong when they say something about Trump, and you need to uh -huh. see all the secret details that they won't release to us, the right? In the intelligence agency and said that Hunter Biden's computer is not a Russian disinformation, but you don't believe they that. They said there is no evidence that it is a Russian disinformation, but it is the exact same information coming from the same sources as Russian disinformation. <laughs> well, that's And you know nothing about the computer. <laughs> I know it you? was dropped off and signed for by Hunter Biden. No one's denying no, it's his know, signature. No proof that it was Hunter Biden who dropped off. No proof that that's his signature. Well, there's nobody the guy, denying the it. The guy who said it couldn't identify him because he's blind. Has, uh, has anybody in the Biden campaign denied it was his signature? Denied it was his computer? Yes. Who? Joe. I didn't hear him deny it. 
Well, he, he just said he it was did. a smear campaign. He didn't give any proof. He didn't say that's not my and son's no, computer. Didn't give any proof? How is he supposed to have any proof if it's not his computer? Well, then it, that should be. That it's not your son's computer. It should be easy to prove. There would be a but, but serial number on it. Who, that, that who registered the, the serial number, Chris? Did. Who registered yes. the serial number? What's the serial number on the computer? It's somebody registered it. Somebody hey, bought it. Easy well, enough to find know, out. Giuliani could have given it to somebody else, too, you know, so they could see. But he didn't, did he? All right. Chris, and we're going to have to move on. Have on it? Yet. No, yet? No, they haven't. Thank you did so the much. Did I say it wasn't a Russian plant? No, they haven't. Thank you, Chris. But Thanks they are investigating in. Hunter Biden yeah, for yeah, money well, laundering. And, and, they, and also Trump put in charge of COVID a person who has no expertise or experience in infectious diseases. Right. Well, I thought you liked I Dr. Mean, Fauci. What more do you need about incompetence? All right. Thank oh, you so he much. He agreed with me. Thank he you. He agreed with me. Therefore, I'll thank put you. him in. And thank he you. Wants, <laughs> and what's this guy saying? Herd immunity. Thank you so much, nonsense. Chris. Herd immunity nonsense. Goodbye, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Have a good one. You yeah, too. You too, buddy. Really appreciate your calls. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Eric, you get 60 seconds. Go right ahead. I didn't get a chance to say uh, when I called in earlier uh, how much I've enjoyed uh, our discussions about this uh, presidential election. Uh, Joe, I enjoyed taking you on and, and, and sharing. I've learned much more about uh, my candidate and your candidate and so forth. Uh, I just encourage people to go out and vote. But one final fact, uh, I just gathered this latest. Um, if uh, Mr. Trump or President Trump wins Pennsylvania, it will be a bigger upset than happened in 2016. Uh, right now, latest polls have uh, uh, Mr. Biden up by uh, but, uh, at least 5%, and that's from Fox News, up to 7%. And back in 2016, I remind everyone that uh, Hillary was supposed to win the state by about 2.5%. So if uh, President Trump wins Pennsylvania uh, over the next few days, it will be a bigger upset than happened in, uh, according to the polls, than happened in 2016. All right. We noted. Thank you so much, Eric. Uh, Cindy, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. I wanted to call to say thank you on the air to all of the poll workers today. They're going to have a long, long day. And that, you may think that's an easy job, but I'll tell you what, they must feel enormous pressure right now to do this job successfully, and I hand it to them. You know, they started 6.30 this morning, they'll be there, the polls close at 8, right? And then they have to finish the books, that's 9, and somebody has to drive it all, two of them, to the courthouse. So these people are putting in a lot of time and effort for our republic, and we all owe them patience at the polls today, and our gratitude that they were willing to do this. So, my thanks to all of them. Thank yeah, and they were certainly busy at Shemokin Dam this morning when my wife and I got there at 10 minutes before the polls opened, and we were the 30th and 31st people in line. Oh, I didn't know you were ahead of me, Joe. 53 and 54, my husband and oh, I. Oh, okay. Well, you must have been at the end of the line when we were finally getting into vote because there were at least 30 people behind us. <laughs> And you know what, Joe? When I left it an hour later, it was still that long. It's so exciting to see it so is. many people actually getting out and voting. It is so exciting. I'm so glad, whatever your choices may be. And for those who are curious, I voted a split ballot, voted across uh, two parties, and wrote in. So 
All right. Well, fair enough. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks Cindy. Cindy. Appreciate the call. All right. 1-800-795-9565. One of our good listeners says, Jane Fonda said COVID was a gift from God for the left. That's in response to one of our good texters uh, said uh, uh, that... Uh, that it was released. Yeah, get- it was released by God so that President Trump would lose. Well, forgive Jane me, but Fonda not- said COVID was a gift of God from the left. That is true. She really said that. If Jane Fonda said it, it must be a lie. <laughs> well, no, she said it. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know if it's true or not. We we have no way of knowing what God has this done. This is or Hanoi Jane you're speaking none, of? Not done. Well, she's a fitness guru, more so sure, now. She's still Hanoi Jane to me. She'll always be. <laughs> All right, uh, the most recent email's right in front of you. All right, it says, good morning. Did you hear on Fox News, the question was asked, what country was the hardest for you to deal with? President Trump said America, because he is doing the job we hired him for without pay to boot. He has earned four more years. Where's Biden? <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Same author. Says, I have talked to Democrats, and they're just as Democratic as their plank shows. And could you please point out some Democrats that were liars? Seems you only pointed out one side, and that seems very undemocratic. You know the old saying, if it looks like a duck and it walks like a duck, it's a duck. You can't be a Democratic person and not have Democratic values. That just doesn't work. Fake news. Democrats who've lied over the years? Bill Clinton comes to mind <laughs> right off the top. Yeah, thank you. Uh, who was it that said Hillary Clinton if you comes want to your mind? doctor, you keep your Barack doctor? Barack Obama, yes. If you, right, want your, so. if you like your doctor, you I, keep your doctor. If I you like your plan. I think statements that are false is a human condition of every political strike. But, uh, you know, if the president says it, it's a lie. But when Barack Obama says it, well, he just misspoke. <laughs> Joe Biden, he just misspoke. All right. Uh, How about Joe Biden? I graduated at the top of my class in law school. I have three degrees. Well, that's a, no, that's a lie. All right. The very, very, very bottom of the text says, come on, Chris, if Barr wasn't independent, Obama, Biden and the Clintons would be in prison. Well, there's an interesting point. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Uh, If, um, if Barr wasn't independent, Biden would be indicted along with his son, Hunter. Yeah, that is true. Uh, The president has gone very slow to make sure that Hunter Biden's been investigated. So I guess maybe because it's an election year. He's trying to, you know, keep a safe distance from the Justice Department. Uh, the emails right from Well, the and then there are supposedly on that computer, and I guess it's not done yet, but there are photos of him and there are videos, apparently, of him engaged in various activities, some of which were probably... Oh, I, I'm sure that is so true. Past Joe, the... Geez, uh, <laughs> Louise. <clears throat> the Lawrence facts checker just went off, so now you well, know. Well, I, I have reliable sources. Do you now? <laughs> Let's see. Right here, right here, right here. Then, uh, all right, well, the one's coming after me. Joe Shapiro has declared that Trump can't win in PA. How can the state attorney General know this, and know this is their plan in place to make sure that won't happen. Well, I think that's his opinion. I don't think there's some plan in place to steal the election from the president in Pennsylvania. I have more faith in our institutions than that. Yeah, I don't think the election is going to. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Well, I don't either. So. Okay. But, I mean, I think Josh Shapiro, that's my personal opinion, I think he's done a good job as the attorney general. Right, you and make a good governor. Well, I wouldn't go that far. I wonder who's going to be replacing the Republican candidate who was Pat Toomey. Well, everybody assumed Pat was going to run for it. He never said he was, so... Maybe well, Fred... I asked him on this show, and he said he was just focused oh. on being senator. Maybe Fred Keller will run. For governor? 
I'd like to see. Uh, I'd like to see John Gordner run. Yeah, I, w- I was just going to say that, uh, and uh, that would be fabulous. Yeah, he'd be a good governor. Very even-handed, bipartisan as you can be. Steady, uh, honest. I mean, you you ask John a question, you get a straightforward answer. Well, know? we're going to have to nominate him. But guess what? <laughs> you have to be a participant in the swamp to get elected governor these days. And uh, I think Governor. Well, Wolf we have was a smaller swamp here in Pennsylvania. <laughs> I think Governor Wolf was an anomaly. Well, he's a crocodile in the swamp. Ooh, okay. Is he? Right there. See, I believe the country is deciding today which way they will go, socialism or freedom, capitalism. It's as simple as that. Well, that's A lot of people feel that way. And then thanks. Thank you for the information about masks. So here is my next question. Since I have already had COVID-19, I'm not a spreader and I'm immune to it. And masks are not mandated. And I don't wear one, so I don't have to go into every store and explain to them I already had COVID-19. Can't catch it again and can't spread it. Please don't tell me I can catch it again. I don't believe that. But people have caught it again. Right. In this particular case, the president is half right. He the People do appear to have some immunity, but it only lasts for a short time, and then they can get the disease again, and they can get it from a different strain of the disease right. immediately. They're, they're not immune to all strains of this anytime, and one thing about the COVID is it's constantly morphing, so uh, you could get it again. There's no guarantee. There's no... Many people right. have gotten it twice. I wanted to be fair and balanced about this. I read from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette editorial, and I sent it to a friend of mine, and he sent me back, because I thought it was something he should read, and he sent me back Another opinion piece uh, by a guy named uh, Pavlovitz, and it shows the difference between them. The Pittsburgh Post-Gazette took a very analytical approach to making their endorsement. They pointed out the president's flaws, and analytically they analyzed that on balance he deserved another term because of what he had achieved. Right. They weighed Joe Biden's flaws. Here's what this guy is saying. He's saying it's not about President Trump. It's about me, and it's about you. It's about my grief at the ugliness you feel emboldened to post on social media now, the nastiness you seem newly capable of, the disgusting words you now so easily toss out all around the dinner table. I don't think he's been to my dinner table. It's about my disbelief at your sudden tolerance for his infidelity, his cruelty, his intellectual ignorance, his immorality, his disrespect for the rule of law, his alliances with dictators, things you once claimed you could never abide in a leader. It's my incredulity at your surprising resentment for marginalized people and for their for your inability to muster any compassion for those who are hurting or frightened or threatened. It's about my disappointment at your easily manipulated nationalist fervor, how the God and guns, America first, love it or leave it rhetoric, so easily took root in your heart, and how hostile to outsiders and foreigners you have become. And finally, it's about my amazement at your capacity to make your faith so pliable that you could amen a compulsive liar, a serial adulterer, a fear-mongering bully, a man in nearly every way antithetical to the Jesus you've always said was so dear to you. All right. But that's how personal it is. I mean, people Mm -hmm. on the left believe that if you support the president, you are as morally reprehensible as they believe he is. I don't buy that. You know, I think you think Pittsburgh, you overlook all of those many no, characters. No, you don't. Over, you don't overlook them, but you have to. You have to decide what you think is the most important part of what we're voting for. Well, that's if my, you believe that the Democratic platform holds problems for this country, then you don't vote for it. You vote for the guy on the other side. Are these two failed candidates? In my opinion, they sure are. And if I could pick two other people to run, I'd pick them. 
All right, 1-800-795-9565. We'll have time for at least one more caller before the show is up on this election day. We're hearing from polling places, long lines at most places, about 50 feet deep seems to be the average. About two minutes once you get close to the place where you are screened for polling. So uh, anywhere between a half an hour to an hour seems to be the rule of thumb for folks to get through. They had some election glitches in all three counties well this morning. Well worth the wait, though. All of which uh, have been resolved, to the best of our knowledge, anyway, we're, we're getting uh, third-hand reports here from people who got to, got to vote. So, uh, But I was just, what was I going to say about, about this? Oh, these flawed candidates. You know, we mentioned last week with great, uh, very adamant about the fact that who in the heck could still be undecided. But I knew a lot of people who were still undecided because they mm-hmm. would use their suspension of belief to, uh, disbelief to just talk about what purely accomplishment-oriented things had President Trump done. You know, not the racism, not the embarrassment, uh, not the lying, not the tweeting, you know, not the uh, just the reprehensible behavior that he displays. Just looking at progress, you know, did you know, redoing trade deals and the unemployment numbers and keeping us out of wars, these kind of things. And then look at Joe Biden as to what his actual ideals were, what would he accomplish, not the sniffing, not the, you know, the fact that he's supposedly a puppet or a socialist or all these things, what are actual things that he's fought for, and even after weighing them, undecided. But a bad man can do good things, and a good man can do bad things. You know, w- So even if you put either one of them in there, you're, you're out of luck. Moral life. ambiguity exists in almost all of us in one form well, or even another. Even in you or I. Look at, look at us when we're not here. Let's take a quick break. Okay. <laughs> when it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC Way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC Way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Well, thanks for listening, folks. No, 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 we're not done. We've got, we okay. got another minute. I'm pushing the wrong buttons here. Oh, Sorry. well, you, are, you push my buttons all the time. They're always Rob the wrong Rob sets ones. it up perfectly, and what do I do? Push the wrong buttons. Well, you wanted me to mention we had five letters yesterday endorsing uh, the Democratic candidate in the 85th District race signed by five people who, uh, from the tone of their letters, strongly support her, although in they everywhere. don't appear to be listeners to this program on a regular basis because... Well, Taylor. Well, other than him, the other people. Taylor so, Lightman, Karen Wolf, Sherry Jacobson, we always give Andrew Stahl, and Julie. Leanna Cooper, glowing endorsements of Katie Evans in the David right. Rowe, 85th District State we House always, uh, We always give preference to actually people who will actually call in and talk to us, so that's 
what we like best. Yeah, we're sorry we didn't get to those. And then, um, let's see, uh, Mark. So hiding from the people is the way to get elected. Biden is a disgrace, afraid of his own shadow. And what's going to roll out of his demented, riddled brain? I think (laughs) Joe stopped hiding about three, four weeks ago, would you say? I mean, he's No, he's still not out there meeting the answering the tough questions. He was all over Pennsylvania. But not answering questions, just making a speech, people (laughs) blowing their horns and leaving. Why kill yourself? Well, we'll know tomorrow. We'll at least have some idea. Okay, I'm about to delete 20 texts. The text reading session is over. If you send us a text and it's got to be read, resend it. We'll read it tomorrow. We're going to enjoy open phones tomorrow and talk about who might be our next president. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. It is 10 a.m.